There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer, uh, getting ready for a season number four for your San Diego Loyal. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to get through today on the pod. Um, we've got player news, uh, some membership info, team events, and some more uh, supporter group events. And to help me get you through all of this great stuff, joining me is the Locals Communications Director, Jason Ratliff. Jason, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Good to be here, ready for the season. A lot going on, a lot going on, and I'm excited to get the info out to the people. Also joining us is producer extraordinaire, John Cross. John, what's up, man? How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right. Well, Normally in these podcasts, we start with talking about the week that was, but we did not have uh, a match because, well, the season hasn't started yet, but we did have lots of drama. Jason, can you talk a little bit about um, what would we call a soccer team in San Diego? Do you have any naming ideas? You know, if there ever was a soccer team that ever came to San Diego, um, I don't know if that would ever happen. But if it ever did, you know, we'd have to definitely come up with a name for it, um, having no history of soccer here in San Diego. Um, I'd have to think about it. But, um, you know, maybe I'll send a letter to the editor and uh, give my opinions. You know, it's a great question, and it's on everybody's mind. Um, you know, the, the director, CEO, I don't know what his title is, the guy from MLS, um, he's basically been saying the same thing for months now. San Diego, Las Vegas, San Diego, Las Vegas. And every time San Diego comes out of this guy's mouth, it kickstarts a whole news cycle. But tell me, Jason, was there any news about MLS in San Diego at all? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Just um, checking. Um, there were a lot of words um, that were said that were words that we've heard said before, and they still mean nothing. So, yeah, I was told to be that I would be told when to freak out, and I haven't been told to freak out yet. So, okay, what it's worth. Okay, well, I'm I'm kind of in a persistent state of freak out. Um, this was a great uh, a great day on on Twitter last week. If if uh, members or listeners are not uh, following, you know, the locals on Twitter, um, this question came up, what we should name our MLS team if we get an MLS team. And a lot of members of, of the locals and, 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 and San Diego loyal supporters had a lot of suggestions about what the name should be. 
um, including our uh, one of our local congresswomen, Sarah Jacobs, who uh, tweeted that, you know, we should call it, well, she just said it's hopefully a team that's loyal to the community, which I got a kick out of. It's good to know that our uh, local Congress people are still more plugged in than our local newspaper, even though they are, you know, f- conducting wars and um, taking care of an entire country. Uh, they still know that there's a soccer team in San Diego. So thanks, Sarah Jacobs. Appreciate it. So I do have to I do have to defend um, my, my former colleague and friend, Abby Hamblin, because Abby is a huge soccer fan. And she definitely knows the loyal exist. Um, so um, I know that she likes to tweet open-ended questions like this. Um, part of her job, actually, at the UT is she she edits like guides for like neighborhood guides and you know where to go eat, where to go do this that. Um, they actually did the guide for World Cup like uh, watch parties and stuff. Um, I don't I don't think she was quite aware of some of the. Uh, USL versus MLS uh, conversations that are uh, so prevalent in uh, our Discord. Um, speaking of our Discord, if you are not on the Discord, uh, please get on the Locals Discord where you too can be involved in the uh, never-ending conversation about MLS stadiums and um, all the online drama that uh, we love to get ourselves into. Yeah, she she I don't think she I, I think she knew that she was uh, smacking something with a stick. I don't think she knew exactly what it was. And turned out it was a big old loyal beehive. <laughs> but you know the, <laughs> but I agree. And you know, I looked up her tweet. She does this a lot. Um, but it was I don't know. Um I think it, I tweeted from my personal account of maybe you should take a look at that uh, little Elon counter down there and take a look at the engagements. And see that th- this really does matter to people. Um, you know, I kind of just looked a little bit at some of her other stuff, and you know, two or three thousand people. Where should I eat when I go to North Park, or you know, whatever? And last time I checked, we were over like twenty thousand views on this one. So, like, you know, I'm very suspicious of the Elon counter. Um, back whenever a, a bunch of people were like experimenting with locking their accounts, uh, and a, a reporter, uh, created a, an extra like a locked account with no followers and posted it and tweeted from that account that was locked and had no followers. And she was getting view counts, <laughs> even though nobody followed her and her account was locked. So well, I do point out that I just finished listening to 1984 today and big brother is always watching. So maybe, maybe we're onto something there. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move a little, uh, move on a little bit to player news, and there is some some player news. Um, former San Diego Loyal goalkeeper from season one, um, which was uh, brace yourself, folks, three whole years ago, um, is retiring from professional soccer. Uh, John Kempen announced his retirement. On February 26th, uh, this is a, a goalie who's played at MLS, um, obviously had the season in San Diego where he was one of the best goalkeepers in USL. Um, yeah, uh, I think we all have a lot of good memories of the one game we got to go to <laughs> in Torero before the pandemic um, and seeing John Kempen in person. And then, I was say, Did he even start that one? 
I, th- I think so. Okay, I felt if, if we look back, it was it was not him that started that that glorious one day. But I could be, I could be wrong. I thought that was a, a bit of. You may be thinking. Of, of, I don't know if he started the. I might be wrong on. the the Panama the Panama friendly. There was a a, a friendly that we played against uh, a, a team from Panama. I don't know if he played in that one. Okay. And then there was the the first ever uh, USL loyal match at, at Torero. Um, that we that was a win. I, so, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there is a new player on the loyal that was announced. Was that just today? This player was announced. Yeah, Adrian Perez. Player, yes, that player has been announced by <laughs> the team by loyal. Right there, that's the announcement by so, the team with the picture when, and everything. One thing that I've learned is that there are player announcements, but then there are player announcements. So sometimes a player announcement is uh, shared on a league website and quickly deleted, but then saved in the Google cache. cache. And that is one kind of player announcement that we're, we do not talk about. Okay, And then there are player announcements that come from the club. Like Adrian Perez. Like Adrian Perez, uh, our new forward uh, from DC United. Um, And those are, that's a player announcement. But that's the the one that we uh, are okay to talk about. That's a real player announcement. That's right. So we are here to talk about loyal player announcements, which is Adrian Perez, uh, welcome to San Diego. So, you know, I'm actually really excited about some of these uh, players that have and haven't been announced um, because losing uh, our, our, our two, like, strikers from last season um, to, I mean, I don't know if you could call any striker in USL dominant, but, um, you know, these guys really, uh, to me, to my eyes, um, we're really uh, disruptive in that that final third for Loyal all season, and not having them on the team uh, is uh, something that might cause us to worry. But it seems like the team is filling those holes with uh, capable and, and, and talented players. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, including trialist number forty-seven, who we now have a name for. Adrian Perez, Perez. I'm not sure exactly where the uh, um, where the uh, with Perez or Perez, um, but I'm sure we'll find out. Um, yeah, I guess you know the numbers have been the number of strikers. I assume has been about um, equal coming and going. Right, we brought in Evan Collier. We brought in. Uh, Adrian Perez here, and uh, and we lost two, if I'm not mistaken. So currently we're even as far as where we were last year, which is what you want to see. Um, and, you know, they scored a lot of goals last year and a lot of goals left. And now, I, I, I uh, you know, I know John Morrissey's been sniffing around Evan Conway. Um, I won't say anything as far as what we've seen because, you know, we don't want anyone to know what we've seen. But I would say to watch out for Evan Conway this year. I don't know what that looks like, but I don't think you'll be seeing him play center back or anything. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of goals out of that dude. Uh, he took the number nine, and that means something to me. Um, to, me, he, to me, he was like he was like one of my uh, 
you know, when I think about last season, um, this is a guy that just came in and saved the day on on a couple of occasions. Um, just uh, and because he wasn't starting, I mean, you never know, right? Like maybe this guy's just fresh and he comes on, you know, with twenty minutes left in the game, fifteen minutes a game, and then boom, he's able to to score. But man, this guy delivered, and he delivered on the road. Um, he really was kind of our our road warrior, uh, getting game winning goals, you know, uh, on the road. Just uh, really exciting what he to see what he can do, you know, in that starting number nine position, and um, how much of a disruptive force he might be for us. Uh, it's uh, you know we're still two weeks away, week and a half away from that that first match on March 11th, but uh, just kind of chatting about it is going to be really excited. And I made the mistake of like checking the chat just now. I got to say I'm being corrected. I guess we did not win our first match against Las Vegas Lights. It was a draw. I believe it was a draw. Okay. Okay. You Cal know what? Scored because I've hated Cal Jennings literally since day one. Oh, man, Jennings. you know I wanted him so badly this year just to have him not somewhere else. I think he. I think he ended up somewhere in the East. I want to say with maybe the Rowdies, which that's probably they can have. Him. You know, this is why I don't check the oh, chat man. while we're in the podcast. You know, I'm closing the chat. I'm going back to full screen i you it know what like if I'm, it felt like a win you know, you know we send me an email together. send me an email if i'm wrong i'll give me 24 hours to respond i'm not looking at the chat anymore tell me i'm wrong okay <laughs> so um that's our player news um we have uh locals membership information for everybody listen y'all i know i know we're all members of locals and you know you can be a member for free and you don't have to, but listen, sign up, sign up for the, there's a free membership you can sign up for, get on the mailing list, get in the discord. Um, there's another membership level, uh, a standard membership. It's only 10 bucks. You get your scarf keychain, which is very handy. You know, that is so beyond just being a really cool keychain that I have currently two of on my keychain right now. Um, that is going to be your how you get discounts at our partners. So we'll maybe be talking about partners a little bit later, um, but like during games, show your, show your um, scarf chain so that they know to give you whatever that discount may be. Right. And you only have to show it to them. There's no, there's no embedded microchip in the scarf chain to scan. It is just, you just show it. This is not complicated. Um, and 10 bucks gets you scarf chain. Now, now, if you want to really throw down and ball out, there is the $25 deluxe member level. I'm not going to brag, but this is this is where I'm at, okay? You do not get a, a, an extensive, exquisite collection of local scarves by just by just doing the free or, or, or basic membership. You, know, you are doubled. I see at least double deluxe behind you, if not more. That's all. Oh yeah, well because I get memberships for the whole family, you know. I need need these scarves. You know, they're not wearing mine. That's mine. So <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, the, the the scarf does come with the deluxe. That's really what I think a lot of people are after. So jump in there. Um And it's I'm sorry, um, not to, you know, I love I love the club. This is fan media. I've been talking to John like we are fan media. This podcast. We are fans. Yeah, no one's, not, no one's renouncing uh, fandom on this podcast tonight. So on this on this fan media, you know, we are definitely 
pro club. But let me just say about this club, they're not going to make a better scarf than the locals did. Okay, like this scarf is it's up there, man. You're not going to get a better scarf from from uh from the shop. I'm just saying, man. We we got the best scarves. Get that deluxe membership and uh and 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 get your scarf, wear your colors. <clears throat> So we also have a uh, moving on to uh, members of the supporter group who are doing things. This is I am not doing this, but certainly not. But um, Travis Rick, we both are definitely not. <laughs> this guy is going to run in the Boston Marathon. The now this thing. isn't the whole marathon. This, you know, he's going to he's going to have that twenty six point two sticker. Right in the back of the Subaru. On the SUV. That's, yep. that's the only... I think that's one of the main reasons people do these things. Because you cannot get that sticker unless you finish one of these marathons. There's no way I would run a marathon and not put at least one on at least one of my vehicles. Bro, dude. If I'm if I'm going through all that and the chafing... I mean, the chafing. Yeah. You better believe that sticker is going on the ride. Um, but I anyway... I out front of the house, too, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but no, in all seriousness, you know, Travis, he's running this marathon on his 45th birthday. Um, he's doing it for charity. He's got a, a charity uh, trying to raise money for uh, Loving Spoonfuls Charity. <clears throat> and this is uh, a charity that is uh, f- for feeding um, the homeless population. Um, so support our local uh, support a, a guy that is uh, doing good things uh, for a good cause. Um, I think uh, John has a link up on the uh, up in the uh, the display right now for the the stream. So uh, donate to him and uh, support him. Uh, I mean, that's listen, man. That is a long way to run. I mean, plus Boston's pretty far from San Diego, so he's got to get out there. That's yeah, that's he's far. Run all the way there, which is probably even further. Yeah, ah, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're and, and Travis, I uh, hope you're watching and I hope I want to just say thank you for reaching out to us. This is the stuff that we want to do. So, um, you know, as communications director now this year, um, I love to, we love to amplify these sorts of things, uh, locals doing things in our local communities. If you or someone, you know, um, is um, connected to the locals and doing something like this, let them have them let us know. Um, we've had a couple people sort of reach out a little bit and then not go all the way uh, through with um, certain things. And Travis just went for it. Um, and, and we're, we're happy to uh, happy to, to amplify your message um, and, and get the locals behind it. I did hear that he's not going to carry the locals on tour banner the whole way, which I was a little disappointed mm. in, you know, but I, I, I don't know. I guess he doesn't need the extra weight. So. Guess that's yeah, you have to, you have to really at least twenty six miles, maybe not the final point two. Man, final point two. There, there's some. Let me tell you, road runners like folks that are running long distances. There are some like hacks that they have to do. Uh, I mean, I mentioned the chafing. There's other stuff. Trust me, man. These guys are doing a lot. Uh, they're doing a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so uh, pivoting now to the the club and club events. Um, like I said, we're about 10 days out from the start of the season. Season number four, incredible that we are uh, in that fourth season already. But the uh, the team is doing a lot right now. Um, 
you may have seen the new uh, street ball courts in uh, Lincoln Acres Park. That's National City, kind of like in the Paradise Hills kind of area, uh, just north of, of Benita Mall there. Um, but uh, they installed these, uh, you know, it, it's like a basketball court, but there's these, you know, little soccer goals down into the court, and they you rise them up, and uh, you can play soccer right there. Um, that was a, a partnership with, with Loyal, um, Bridge Ricotta, and uh, I think they had a, a sponsor as well, uh, Psionics, right, that helped with that over-under initiative is what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah, the over-under initiative, um, that's the one that kind of, Kyle, they, Kyle Martino kind of it took uh, um, took leadership in. Um, and they I know they've been trying to do this for a while. Um, certain places didn't work out. As you may or may know, not know, Andrew, sometimes it can be difficult to get things done in San Diego City. City mm. of San Diego. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, maybe from your former colleague and friend uh, at the <laughs> SDUT. Um, I may, I, you know, it's not super easy to get something approved. I've heard that. I've heard that in San Diego. So um, there are other cities around who are like, yeah, why not? Let's go for it. And this is one, and Escondido is another. Yeah, so it's coming to Escondido as well. Um, there's a graphic on the stream. If you uh, are listening tomorrow and not watching the stream, I can describe this uh, blue piece rendering um, San Diego. We love renderings. It is two Barcada courts, street soccer courts um, being put in at this park, and it looks really cool. Yeah, it's cool. And so that's a full one that, you know, the over-under initiative is kind of they just pop the goals under uh, the basketball, basketball courts that are already where, there. This one, I believe, we, we had this uh, talk about on Discord, some Escondidoans, Escondidites, people from Escondido. Escondidans. Um, Escondidans. Escondidans. John Cross, I feel like John wants to. But I, I live here and I'm not sure of the answer. <laughs> okay. All right. So the, the people who live near John Cross in Escondido, um, I, we were talking about it and we're not sure if this is a repurposing or they're like ripping up tennis courts or they're putting it in a new area. We're not exactly, we're not exactly sure where it was being put. Um, but this is, they're like building a full thing here. So it's not just popping the goals in like they did in um, down National City, which again, seems like you could do it a lot of places very quickly. Um, and as supporters, we want to say, Loyal, if you're listening, we support this. This is something we very much support, <laughs> um, that we lo love seeing you do things in the community and doing things that help um, communities across. Now, let me tell you, there are a ton of parks in Chula Vista, and you may or may not know this, but the city of Chula Vista, you know, it's not the easiest thing to even play outdoor soccer in these parks, even though there is a field, they might designate it as a baseball only field and say that your club can no longer uh, practice at this field. And then you have to go scrambling, trying to find a place to practice. I may or may not have very personal experience with this very recently. So listen, there's a lot of, there are a lot of parks. And a lot of places where you could put uh, goals in like this, and um, you know they're going to be used. That's like the bottom line. They're not going to just sit unused. Yeah. So thank you again to uh, the team. Obviously, Bridge Barcada has been barking, Barcada Inc. barking about this for a long time, um, and, and we're glad to see it done um, because those folks put in put in a lot. They've been here for a long time, um, and um, 
you know, glad to see this come together for them. And again, hopefully this is a, a starting line, not a finish line. We are not 26.2 miles away on this one. We're just at the beginning. So, so another community initiative I want to talk about, I want to ask, ask, actually, I want to ask John about this because I think John uh, might know a little bit more about this, but this uh, traveling stories that uh, Loyal is doing. Um, tell me about this, this organization. Well, they try to uh, help with reading and reading literacy, especially with young children. Um, and they have partnered up. They know they've done a lot with San Diego Soccers over the last years. And this is the first year that I'm aware of that they've partnered with the Loyal and they're doing a program called uh, Loyal Readers. And I would just like to give a shout out to Emily Moberly, who is the CEO of Traveling Stories, who is one of my former students. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's a small world. Emily's a friend of a friend of mine um, and uh, excited, excited for her. I, I saw this idea in its infancy when she was still looking uh, to just kind of get it off the ground. And that, that's cool. Yeah. Small world in San Diego. So you submit a book review, and then uh, every month a winner is going to win tickets to to the loyal. Is that how how it works? Yeah, they have a, a form at the website that you can submit a review of a book, and then out of all the entries, the loyal will will pick one a month, and they'll get a four pack of tickets to a match. All right. Well, if you are um, if you like to read books, I'm I'm on I'm on Audible, so that's reading, right? So um, <laughs> if you're a reader, um, it doesn't take that much to go ahead and throw in a review and you can win some extra tickets. Um, and I know we're all season ticket members here, but uh, those extra tickets go a long way into bringing other people to the game. And if you're a teacher, let your kids know, right? Like this is the, this is the, the outreach uh, part of things. Uh, you're a teacher, you're at work, wherever, you know, maybe you talk to your friends about reading. Uh, you've got a book club. Um, you know, let people know. Get them involved. So m moving on to other uh, supporter group business, did you know, Jason, that the locals have a Rocket League team, a competitive Rocket League team? I did. I intentionally did not join so that we would have a chance to win. Oh, well, thanks for that. Because I think they actually have a, a, a game tonight. John, what, what's going on tonight? Yeah, at 9 o'clock, they will be having their this week's match against, let me pull this up here, uh, against the Tigers SG, who are currently in second place, only by goal differential. Overall. Oh, they're trash, bro. These kids are trash. They can't they can't score. They can't even do the, the, the jet uh, scoring move, the, the tumble, the tumble ruski where you, I don't know, my kid can do it. The double jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. People spend so much time in the air in that game. So they have, um, you know, Kevin has set up a link, and I think, Jason, you put out the links for this all over Discord. Yeah, and all over well, social media. I think it's on Discord. I know I, I tweeted it, and I think you can get there through the Discord, too. So it's on and it's on our Twitter if you want to find it and pull it up um, once we're done here. I'll get it in yeah. the chat here in just a second yeah. as well. All right. So also uh, supporter group business, the uh, the pizza bros are back. And if you are not busy on Wednesday, it's a work day. I don't know who who this involves, but yes, uh, pizza bros back tomorrow. North Park, uh, the friendly across from fall brewing um, meet up with some locals. 
uh, special guest appearance by uh, former leadership. Uh, was he the vice president? Drew Snack, vice president, then communications director. Uh, Drew is back in town. He had to come and thaw out from the harsh tundra of Wisconsin, right? Or is it Michigan? Wisconsin? One of those states where it gets oh, real cold. Man, oh, yeah, it is Wisconsin. I'm being... I'm being a little bit funny, but yeah, uh, Drew's going to be here. So come out and have pizza with everybody. Um, the return of the, uh, the, the pizza bros. Um, there's a speaking of, uh, the return, the season ticket member listening session is back. Now that is Thursday and that's with the club, uh, Thursday evening, six o'clock. Um, of course they're doing it on teams. Download Teams, be on Teams. I'm sorry. I do not like But, yeah, you can download Teams and join the Teams meeting. It's not a Zoom meeting um, with the club um, who got the Enterprise software pack from Microsoft. Good good on them. Uh, so 6 o'clock, they're going to email all the season ticket members with the link. Go on, air all of your concerns. They want to hear them. They want to hear all of your complaints. If you are not happy that uh, our, our beer sponsor is gone, we don't know who's going to be pouring beer in Torero. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. But if you want to voice your opinion on that or something less serious even, but the we don't know what beer is going to be in the stadium still. Uh, and the first match is like 10 days away. So, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to the season ticket meeting. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not going to download Microsoft Teams. But if you want to use Microsoft Teams, that meeting is there for you. Um, Jason, are you going to go? Um, generally, I stop by. Um, but I think that Ricardo has a pretty good idea already of where I stand on things. Um, but... Yeah, for season ticket members, this is your chance. This is, this is, you know, if you know of another team whose president puts himself on Microsoft Teams and says, "Hey, say whatever you want to me," I'm happy to have you point them to me. I've not heard of that before. So yeah, they are willing to listen. I would like to do it today uh, because I'm sure everyone would love him. If but, you are upset that Andrew Carlton is no longer on the team, please join this meeting. It's on Zoom. And, and you can tell them all about how much you miss AC. And, okay. we can, and we can move our anger away from Abby Hamlin and onto someone else. Listen, listen, oh, y'all. This person can actually do something about it. <laughs> so, Listen, Abby is, is a, a good person and does not deserve everything that, that, that she got. But, yeah, um, she knows – she definitely knows now exactly uh, what uh, the – issue maybe when if it comes to MLS. If there's a real issue you have with Loyal, um, well, we kind of just talked about this today in leadership. Like, yes, we in leadership, when we go to talk to Ricardo, we speak for all however many hundred Loyals there are. Loyal, ugh, locals there are. Loyals. I said Loyals. Like, an idiot. Bro, now, listen, John got one a Loyals off earlier, and I didn't oh say anything. Goodness. But um, it was in the it was in the pre-show, so I wasn't going to bring it up. Apostrophe S. Um, 
But no. Uh, anyway, locals, however many locals we speak for. But when it's me and Nick and Steve saying it, it just sounds like three people. No matter how much we say, yeah, no, people want this. So this is your chance to show the numbers of you know what you're really passionate about. Um, and so it's not the same three people. And Ricardo getting bored of it that he sees, oh, these people do actually care about whatever. <laughs> I'd like to jump in and echo what Jason is saying. I think it's very important to have as many voices as possible. Even though we do have a leadership and they do speak for the group, when the team is only hearing from those same people, it feels like it's just the voice of those two or three people. So I would encourage everybody, if you're a season ticket member, to show up to that meeting. At the very least, listen and uh, hopefully participate and share your feelings. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm still not going to download Teams, but if somebody does and gets into this meeting, uh, can you ask when we're going to get some new era fitteds? I'm trying to get a new era fitted cap with loyal on it, so that's my that's my main. John's writing it down right now. I see him doing it. New era fitted. Thank you. Thank you. you. Please with the little patch on the side. Oh, oh yeah, that might that's be the... that might be a billions situation. Not... <laughs> might be billions. Oh, yeah. So just two days after this season ticket member meeting, there is another event for season ticket member. Well, it's for everybody. But season ticket, Ricardo again. How season ticket members, we're going to get that velvet rope access to this event. You want to see a line down the sidewalk, and you want to walk by that line and get into something, Saturday is when you can make it happen. Because this is the 2023 kit release party. This is by the club. It's in your theater. I don't know if they're showing anything at the theater or if it's just at the theater for for fun, for the party's sake. But uh, live DJ, drinks, food, player appearances. Um, all, all signs point to this not being uh, similar to last year's kit reveal or the 2020 kit reveal that were, you know, big parties at Stone and, and a big, you know, banner drop moment with the, with the new kits and, and the smoke and the lights. I don't, that's not what they're going to do this time, but um, yeah, we have a new kit sponsor, uh, Rocket League, gone. Now we are Blue Peak. Back, I think. Back, back on the butt, I think. Oh, are they? I don't know. That's yeah, I, I don't think Rocket League's gone. Oh, they well, they're gone off the front. I think they've been bumped to the butt again. Hmm. I guess we could go to the kit release party and find out. Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> five or seven, so, depending on if you are a season ticket member or general public. Yeah, season ticket members, get there early, get there at five. Uh, you're going to get in early. You're going to get to walk by that line. Uh, Velvet rope opens for you. Um, general public, they get in at seven. We've already, we're already in there. We're already we're already going. It's already a party. You're late. You're not a season ticket member. Sorry. I, I got a This question. is why you should call uh, Zach or Weston and become a season ticket member for the first time or again. John, what were you saying? Uh, it says there it's a kit release party. That gives me the belief that sometime before Saturday we might actually know what those kits are. Well, that's really sharp. That's why you're the producer of this show. Because I just thought it was a reveal, but it clearly says release. I'm yeah, glad so you caught that. Last year it said release and reveal in the same thing. Our sleuths on Discord were on this. 
So if it's not if it's being released, does that mean it will be revealed a different day? But there's not that many days between now and Saturday, and it's raining tomorrow. So I don't know if anything outside is going to be. Put those Twitter alerts on. Be the first to know. That's right. And be in the Discord because somehow we end up being the first to know without being knowing things. You know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on the Discord, I don't know what you're doing because everybody in the Discord is literally in the chat right now. So if you're not in the Discord and you want to know what's going on ahead of time, you don't want to have to wait for us to get on the pod and tell you, get in the Discord, you know, skip over the, the, the MLS threads and go go into the real stuff and you can find uh, exactly what you're looking for. Be on the cutting edge of, of team news. And uh, Jason, how do you get into the Discord? That's a good question. I believe if you go to the localssg.com mm-hmm. and then scroll to the bottom, mm-hmm. there's going to be a thing that says member login. If you click okay. on that, I believe it's there. It might be, you might have to go to the membership page and then go so to You have the to be a member of the locals to get into the Discord. Yeah, yeah. But you can be any level of member. To get into the Discord, so, so you, you don't have to pay. Money, you know, if you don't have the money right now, you don't want the scarf. San Diego is too hot for scarf. You don't want to do that. You don't want to go to watch parties and get discounts on uh, K Burrows or Northern Pines or maybe some other places that we may be working on right now. Um, if you don't want to do all that, you just want to do it for free. You just want to get in the Discord. That is entirely possible. Thelocalssg.com/slash/join. That's what that's going to look like. Scroll to the uh, John's got it up here for you. Uh, that's actually just the main page, and you click right on those scarves, and it'll take you where you need to go. Um, but if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a member login. Click there. Oh my goodness! In real time, John's doing this. Uh, once you put your um, email and password in, um, if you have already signed up, um, then it will ask you for your Discord. I think the very next page. You don't need to go through that if you don't want to. But I think the next page asks you for your discord um your discord handle and then it kind of takes you right to the discord i believe all right and if you if you are you know somebody who maybe is wary of uh putting another app on your phone certainly another like media social media app discord is very simple it's a very uh, short learning curve to get in and if you only get are there for locals it's very simple because that's the only channel you're going to be in and um it's just like uh the old uh web 1.0 uh, forums that we uh, used to do flame wars in well now those flame wars are on discord so uh, come and join up um, more supporter group activities uh, for this busy weekend before the first uh, match of the season we are painting a tifo yes tifos are back uh, it's been so long since we had a tifo there was some issues getting spaces to paint. These TIFOs are very large. It is the size of the section. This is going to be an artistic masterpiece, only to be seen one time at the match, never to be seen again. This is a moment to, uh, you know, this is your chance to be uh, a key player in a moment in history that will never, uh, never see the light of day again. That's going to be Sunday at Second Chance Brewing. Uh, TIFO painting, you get a, a sneak peek at what it looks like. Nobody else is going to know what it looks like. Um, and let me say, uh, as somebody who has uh, gone to TIFO paintings before, it's a lot of fun. 
Um, you know, I brought my kid. Um, you know, this is not, uh, you know, you do not have to be uh, an artist. You do not have to uh, know how to, you know, it is uh, paint by numbers. There's lines, you know, exactly what color goes where. Boom. It's it couldn't be easier. Um, it's a big party. We're all to get together, listen to music, paint the TIFO. And uh, it's it's a lot of work, y'all. It's a lot of work to, to trace the, the, the image out. And it's a lot of work to lay all that paint down. Um, so the more people who come out and do this, uh, you know, everybody is just taking that burden, a little bit of burden off of, of somebody else because uh, five people painting, uh, that's an all day job. You know, 10 people, 12 people painting, you know, that's a significant, significant uh, help. So any little bit you can do, you know, you have to stay the, the whole time, you come in for a couple hours, boom, bounce. Um, but it, it, it's all very helpful. And the end result is uh, just uh, so phenomenal. And um, Jason, have you ever helped with a TIFO painting? Yes. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I have. Um, yeah, I did it. Um, I guess it was the one where uh, Bum's face was on a Thomas the Tank engine, right? Uh, we did that mm -hmm. one over, over a hangar in um, uh, Mira Mesa. And yeah, I went and, and I had perfect timing. I showed up and it was like basically already done. Um, and I put the little finishing touches on and that was it. Um, but yeah, I was only available like super late, but we were a bit able to be there super late that night. So um, yeah, I, I, I know that it is cool though getting to see it first. And then when it goes up, even if you just had a little, a, the smallest hand in it, you just, it's cool to see. You know, it's like anything else that you do in life where you have a, where you create something um, it's cool when everyone else um, just gets to see it and um, feels good to be a part of it. And this one's going to be done at a brewery while they're open. So added benefits there. It's at a brewery. So there you go. And, and I, I, I do want to just, you know, not to, not to stay on the same topic for, for too long. I know uh, John is looking at his watch and, and wondering when we're going to get through this thing. Um, this TIFOs, you know, this is part of uh, supporter culture. This goes back. This is this spans continents. This is such an integral part of what it means to be part of a supporter group. Uh, these TIFOs, um, I, if you search for these online, um, you know, there have been some just incredible, incredible, incredible uh, pieces of art um, put up by, by fans around the world. And, um, yeah, we do, you know, we're not doing the, the crazy Frederick Kruger thing. We don't have, you know, lovers and pulleys and all of the, uh, accoutrement necessary to, to do that. But what we do is when we do a TIFO and when we unveil a TIFO at a match, we are participating in a part of this culture that goes back and that connects us to every, you know, supporter group for every club, big and small, around the world. And it's one of the the best. Uh, it's one of the best things about, I think, supporter culture is is are these these tifos that, you know, are only unveiled one time and then they're never seen again. It's it's incredible. It really is a labor of love because it is just that one time and that's it. And you know, we have photographs, so it is kind of forever. Um, but this is it one and done. And it's like, wow, you put in all that work for what? And it's like for that moment. Um, and, and it really does give that moment, um, some, some heaviness. Yeah. So, um, that is for the first match. That is March 11th. Who, who are we playing again, Jason? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, March 11th is going to be 
DCFC. Are they DCFC? Is that right? Detroit City Football Club. Yeah. On March on March 11th, our first game, um, welcoming the folks from the great Detroit area. I don't know. Is, does Detroit have a great? Guard. Are they? Yeah. From the great north, Erngard. Okay. Maybe I am not plugged in. Clearly, I'm not. Are, is anybody from their SG making the trip? Have Have we heard? Have we heard from them? We have not heard that. No. All right. Well, like March. It. It's, it's just how they like it. It's they're right <laughs> in the middle of Four Brothers right now, and you know, I don't know. Maybe they can't get out. All right. So March 11th opening match. We got a TFO coming. Um, away days coming up. Uh, Sacramento is March 25th. Uh, there's no uh, official uh, locals road trip to Sacramento, but there are people going to Sacramento. If you want to make that trip, get in the Discord, organize with other locals. Um, this is a kind of, uh, you know, you know, each individuals are arranging their own, uh, you know, travel and, and lodging. But there are people going. You, you will not be alone. So uh, that is March 25th. Um, April 1st. This is the Jason. Uh, are you still on events? Do you want to talk about April first? Yeah, um, we're kind of team. We're going to go see those April Fools in Phoenix. Yes, yeah, it's uh, April Fools. We're, we're sending the Fools. Um, but yes, I am. We're, we're kind of team pulling events right now, and I just happen to have all the contacts and also be in charge of communication. So I'm communicating with those people. Um, I am going to be sending out an email. We're going to be sending out our March um, email, I would guess, tomorrow morning or tomorrow at some point because it's the first day of March uh, to kind of to kind of go over everything we've talked about tonight, get everybody ready for the season, um, get some days out there in that email and probably also on socials and definitely on Discord. I'm going to have an interest match uh, or an interest as far as away matches. Um, we'll have an interest form. On there for you to fill out last time i it gets a little convoluted of who buys um supporters tickets and then who gets the ones because the loyal buy your away ticket so i don't really know what the numbers are but i would guess we had about 40 people at phoenix combined last year and everybody sort of made their way towards us whether no kind of no matter where their tickets were to begin with uh it was ended up being a very loyal section um so keep an eye out because we do want to know um, how many people are going to be going to each match. And again, uh, in discord, we can link you up. Um, and so you can um, have know where people are going to be and you can um, figure out who's taking the drum, who's where you're meeting up, all those sorts of things. Um, and again, we, we probably had on the, from the discord about 20 people last year that um, met up and hung out in Phoenix and then probably about 40 at the game once everybody kind of got together. So definitely I would suggest going to Phoenix. I want to see the new stadium. Unfortunately I, I'm away and I, I can't go. Is um, it in Phoenix or is it in Chandler again? In Phoenix. They're actually Phoenix. Oh, it's rising. So now it's now they're Phoenix rising. Oh, Phoenix is rising. Phoenix's stadium is rising as we speak. So, <clears throat> um, it, um, you know, it was it was Phoenix uh, or Chandler or whatever that area is. Um, I mean, that valley. Okay, listen, let me, you know, not to get all geography on you, but this is a valley and the floor of a desert that's really not that different. Phoenix, Chandler, uh, Mesa, Scottsdale. This is all just a, 
a, a moonscape. This is a place where no city should exist. No human being uh, should you know, be able to sustain a, a solitary life, let alone a city of 3 million people. How does it, why does it exist? I don't know. It shouldn't exist, but it does. And listen, this game uh, on April 1st, this is their home opener. This team that used to be the cream of USL, right? Totally shit their pants last year. And guess what? They didn't make the playoffs. They sucked. So let me tell you, these fans, all right, they already live in Phoenix, right? They're already mad. Right. Plus, their team was used to be really good, and they were really bad last year, right? That's true. Newbies, right? right? They hate, they hate the, the the loyal, right? They don't, they don't like San Diego. They, they, you know, they come here on their vacation. They, they'll come here just for the weekend, just to get out of Phoenix. Like, I gotta get out of this. Oh, I gotta get out of Arizona. Yeah. They come here, yeah. right? Yeah. And and. And they hate us for it. They hate us for it. Yep. And this is a new stadium. It is their home opener. This is their first home game of the season. Okay. What better, what better feeling? Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a hater. Like, for a hater, yeah, there's nothing yeah. greater for a hater than to like go into a city uh, that is uh, in a, both a new stadium and also it's their first game of the season at home and just really just ruin it for them with with a big win or hey we don't even have to win as long as we win in the stands right the chance the drums last year um outside of i mean you know their their sg is very large and they have that end of the stadium um but man when we scored at the end that guido goal everyone remembers the face right um that was such a it was such a moment like i'm so glad i was there for that um it was it was (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was something else. And, and it's really, <laughs> if you remember, we had gone up to nothing like early on and it looked like we were cruising and then they hit some banger, like banger goals to come back and tie it at two. And everybody came back on, you know, like, oh, we're back and you're going to, and then to like cut their hearts out in like the 85th minute or whatever it was. Oh man. And not to, and, and not to belabor this point, but the year before that loyal had gone up. And we were up like two or three goals, and they just wouldn't blow the freaking whistle at the end of the match. They wouldn't blow the whistle. Six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes extra time, and boom, Phoenix came back and got the draw. Just ripped. If it was a draw that felt like a loss, and then we went in last year, ripped their hearts out. So this year, I mean, I feel like I'm really hyping this up because just talking about it. I'm getting hyped. I'm so ready for this season. Uh, listen, we're trying some new things with the pod this year, everyone. Uh, let us know what you think about the pod. Uh, let us know what you'd like us to, to talk about, what you'd like to see covered. Um, get in the Discord. Let us know. Give us some feedback. And, um, yeah, I think we're about uh, – that's about your episode this week. We went only about 20 minutes over time, John. Uh, thank you for your patience, uh, producer extraordinaire uh, John. Uh, Jason. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at the locals J um, on uh, and there's underscores in there on Twitter and Instagram, and I run our socials. So um, if you know something like, hey, Duran Free is going to be starting uh, tonight, um, send that over to the Instagram and let us know. Give us a little heads up, something something like maybe that somebody's done before, or uh, you know. Let me know. Uh, also, if you have something cool going on, definitely tag us, and we'll try to get you. We're trying to be a little bit better on the socials this year. 
um, as far as getting people, you know, retweeted and stuff. I, I had somebody that was at the uh, Junior Achievement uh, Loyal thing, running running the Loyal uh, booth there and connected them with Ricardo and they're going to meet up and say what's up. Um, so, you know, little things like that can happen and that's what we're here for. And, um, you know, trying to, trying to um, make a little more connection and, and uh, get everyone involved and, and out there and everybody loves this. Everybody loves to be reposted or storied, right? Oh yeah. Please yeah. retweet me all you want. John, do you have any socials to plug? Uh, no socials directly to plug and find me at John Cross on discord, but in terms of the locals, um, we are to tag on to what Jason was saying. We are trying to get people involved with bum TV and some of the other shows and episodes we're doing. So if you have any interest in being a host or you have an idea for a show, reach out to Jason, reach out to me, or if you're interested in being interviewed, we're doing the TIFO on Sunday. I should be up there on Sunday with my camera. You can find me if you're not aware, familiar with me. I almost always have a straw hat that I wear outside and wherever I am. So look for me with the camera and the straw hat and would love to get some interviews done this weekend and uh, get some other episodes for a new series we want to do called Meet a Local. So we're trying to get that in the works right now. So I just want to plug a couple of those things and do a quick answer to Puma's question in the chat that he asked early in the show, why do we have two Bum TV channels? Um, that is temporary for right now. The one that you're watching the show on is going to be our new area, so please subscribe to our shows. Uh, we're trying to get to a 1,000 subscribers total, because once we hit that 1,000 threshold, it'll open up some opportunities to do some new things on YouTube for us. That's what I got. Awesome. Hey, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll hit on some of this next week. Uh, next week will be the, uh, the the preseason pod ahead of that that home opener. Um, we'll do our little uh, uh, season preview. We'll talk about some of these uh, new Bum TV products uh, that are under works by your fellow locals now, um, and we will get to that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew P. Dyer. Um, and please let me know what you think about the pod. Um, other than that, I think we are done. Yeah.